Hi, I'm Sakita Holly. I am an award-winning publicist and entrepreneur obsessed with transforming beauty and lifestyle brands, and I am dedicated to sharing everything that I've learned along the way to help you win at work, in business, and everywhere in between. On this podcast, you will get direct, unfiltered access to your favorite creatives, entrepreneurs, and executives in the methods that have made both them and myself successful. This is the Sakita Method. Welcome back. As a reminder, if you're talking about this episode online, use the hashtag, hashtag the Sakita method and tag me at Miss Success, M-I-S-S Success on both Twitter and Instagram. Today, I want to talk about something that I've noticed with people in our generation regarding their attitude towards work. I've noticed it with people that have worked for me, people that I've worked with when I was in corporate America, and just in general conversations around work that take place on social media that I just happen to see. There is this general disregard or cavalier attitude that many people have towards work, and they talk about all of the things that they won't do or flat out refuse to do at work for various reasons, which can range from them not liking where they work, maybe they don't value their boss or they have a boss that isn't the best people manager, maybe they're not being paid enough, and the list goes on and on of excuses that people use to, in my opinion, justify their laziness and or mediocrity on the job. The point that I want to drive home, though, is that regardless of the circumstances that you are employed under, the work will always be for you. I'm going to say that again. Regardless of the circumstances that you are employed under, the work will always be for you. At the end of the day, it's your name that is on that paycheck. It's your name that is on your bank account, your HR file, your resume, not the person's name in the office who you can't stand, not the company's name who you feel doesn't deserve your best efforts, not the person or company who you feel is underpaying you. Regardless of the circumstances, it's your name. It's you that will be most impacted by what you do or don't do while you are at that job or on that project. It's you who will be most impacted by your deliberate poor performance. And I say that because anybody who feels like, okay, if you just paid me more, I will work a lot harder, (laughs) is not somebody that's going to actually work harder if they got paid more. Because it, it just doesn't happen like that. I've seen this both outside of and inside of my own business when people's pay has increased. They are still the same person they were when they were being paid the previous amount. They don't automatically become this extra diligent, hard worker that they envision themselves to be with higher pay. No, they they end up being the same lazy or mediocre person or just someone putting forth not a lot of effort because this is either who they are or at least who they've chosen to be in this moment. 
And people don't realize how self-sabotaging it is to not put your best foot forward at all times. Yes, your employer suffers because the job isn't getting done, but ultimately they're going to move on and they're going to find somebody who can do the work. Meanwhile, it's your reputation that's being affected because no one you've worked with or for feels comfortable recommending you for opportunities. And as both an employee and an entrepreneur, I have experienced my fair share of shitty situations from low pay to terrible management, terrible clients, racism, sexism, you name it. But regardless of how bad or unappealing my situation was, because I was there, I was going to do my best because I knew that eventually I would be able to leverage the current gig into a better one. This mindset goes back to when I I had my first job at McDonald's when I was 14. I always talk about this job because I I actually had a blast. Um, But the pay was awful, but I was determined to learn every aspect of the business. It was the same when I became a waitress or when I worked in the nonprofit space in an organization that was focused on bike and walking trails. Now, you can imagine how boring that was. Um, and I, I kind of took that mindset with me for any other job that I've had in in my entrepreneurial life as a PR firm owner. I've taken that mindset into any any client account that I've taken on. Regardless of the circumstance, I knew that the work that I put in would be my currency and my leverage going forward. But a lot of people seem to be hustling backwards a little bit. Um, They feel that sometimes where they are doesn't deserve their best. And if that's the case, leave. But while you're there, you need to give the best version of yourself. Because for me, if I am in a place, the value of that place automatically goes up because I am there and giving my all. The level of service goes up because I am there and I'm giving my all. The overall output goes up because, again, I am there and I am choosing to give my all. And whenever I leave, my absence will be both felt and noticed. This isn't to say that, you know, we're irrepl- you know if you do good work, you're irreplaceable. Everybody is replaceable in some regard, but you will notice when I'm gone. And that is how it should be for anybody, because that is how you build a personal brand and reputation that people seek out and pay you well for. That is how you are able to rise in the ranks in your career. And that is ultimately how you become invaluable over time. This is what I mean when I say that the work is for you. This doesn't mean that it's easy to bring your best self to every situation and job you're in. But if you are there and while you were there, you must, you must bring your best. You must bring your A game and you must make your presence known. Like be in there like y'all not going to forget about me. Because I'm going, I'm going to go hard. I'm going to do everything that I told you I would do. Because again, 
if, if there's a gap between who you are when you're trying to get the job versus who you are when you have it, you're going to eventually hit this wall and your first impulse will be to blame it on everyone else and all of the tough situations you've been in when in reality, it was you that was holding yourself back the entire time. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Sakina Method. This week's episode is definitely straight to the point and is really a reminder for all of us that how you do some things ends up being how you do everything. And it's just important that we be more mindful of how we show up, how intentional we are about the spaces that we occupy and what we give to those spaces. in that when we are deliberate about being excellent, regardless of the circumstances, that too will become, you know, our legacy, that will become our reputation, that will become our personal brand. That is, that's really what the the essence of this episode is all about. So I just wanted to say thank you again for listening. And if you share this episode online, please use the hashtag, the Sakita method, and be sure to tag me at Miss Success. That's M-I-S-S success on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you're sharing this episode or others of the Sakita Method on Instagram stories, we now have our own set of gift stickers. All you have to do is type in the Sakita Method into the gift search bar to find the first batch of stickers that are available. I'm so excited about this. They're super, super, super cute. So I can't wait to see how you use them. So please make sure you tag me so that I can see and repost your stories.